So we're here in the John Clark Performance Studio here at WDAV. I'm Rachel Stewart, and I'm joined by Mark and Maggie O'Connor, both of them amazing fiddlers. And Mark is uh, perhaps known to you from some recordings that we've played over the years of his. He's one of the most renowned uh, fiddlers and also composers of American music uh, working today. Um, And he is also the Charlotte Symphony's first artist-in-residence starting the 2017-2018 season, so we're thrilled to have them both here uh, to chat and also to to listen to, pl- we'll listen to them play some music. So welcome. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. So you guys actually live in the Charlotte area now, and uh, that's a fairly recent move for you. Am I right? Yeah, just just under a year now. Yeah, we just celebrated our year move-in day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we moved in about a year ago this week. <laughs> So how did you land here? Because you've lived around the United States. Um, you could live anywhere in the world. Well, we've always been a, a fan of North Carolina music anyway, and we have a lot of um, musical friends throughout hit the, my history. Uh, uh, I mean, I remember I used to play with Doc and Merle Watson in, in the 80s and Earl Scruggs. And Tony Rice lives here. I had so many great recordings and sessions with him over the years. But um, moving back down into the South um, after living in New York City for a while was a, a kind of a breath of fresh air. <laughs> and, um, and we have some family in the area. We, we have the new O'Connor Band consisting of my son and, and daughter-in-law, and they're over, right, over in Nashville. And then I have a daughter um, that we, uh, we love so much, and she's in South Carolina. So we're right in the middle of everything now. Well, that's great. I mean, we're certainly glad to have you. Uh, in the area. And it's really cool that you're going to be artist in residence with the Charlotte Symphony for a year. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and what that means when you're the artist in residence? It was an exciting um, call. You know, I think we were in town for uh, under a month. And when um, the Charlotte Symphony invited us for dinner, uh, the the conductor, the artist, artistic director, Christopher Warren Green, and um, also the executive director. And we started talking about music and mutual interests, and uh, they popped the question. They, they, they had never considered an artist in residence before. And um, certainly I have a lot of material for orchestra that you know, I've been composing and playing all over the place. And to be able to kind of unroll that over a, a year or two period um, with, the, with the orchestra would be such a great opportunity for my music. And they see it as an opportunity to really um, culturally uh, reach out to other um, musical environments um, in Charlotte and, and in North Carolina to bring into the symphony orchestra to see this kind of American music being performed um, by us, Maggie and I. Um, matter of fact, our first concert uh, appearance with them is coming up, right, You know, next week, May 19th. And, um, and the O'Connor Band will be in for it. And we're very excited about uh, getting it all started with the, with the symphony orchestra. Well, um, let's, in, in just a moment, I want to talk a little bit more about that concert next week. But you guys brought your fiddles. Um, why don't we have some music? What do you want to play for us? You want to start off with, uh, what, what would you like? You want to do a FC's jig? Sure. Because that um, FC's jig is something that, I bet you have played on your air before because I recorded it with Yo-Yo Ma. And it's, uh, I adapted it from my own fiddle concerto, uh, the third movement. And we're actually going to 
perform the third movement of the fiddle concerto as part of the program on the 19th. So this is our dual violin version of the fiddle concerto's jig, FC's jig. And Maggie's, we're all tuned up. jig right yes that was wonderful <laughs> <laughs> that's a rouser you. and <laughs> <laughs> your blood going <laughs> that is um 
Yeah, I, I wish I could have danced, but it would have been <laughs> disruptive, so I didn't. <laughs> so that is going to be on the program on the 19th, May 19th. Uh, yes, and I've got, of course, that comes from the Fiddle Concerto, which uh, was the first composition I created for uh, my style of violin playing and the symphony orchestra. And that dates back now almost 25 years when I first debuted it with the Santa Fe Symphony and the Nashville Symphony, and since have played it 250 times, including with the Charlotte Symphony, about 15 years ago. So it's a little bit of a reprise from when we bring that back as one of our pieces uh, on the 19th of May. Can you say something just briefly about your, your style of uh, playing the violin, fiddle, how it's different, and why you wrote that concerto? Well, I actually started coming up with um, a lot of that thematic development while I was still a session player in Nashville playing on country music sessions. And um, uh, if anybody knows about you know, professional recording, there's a lot of uh, downtime. <laughs> You're waiting for somebody else to, to fix something or overdub or figure out what's the next thing we're supposed to record. And I started just basically coming up with these ideas because my mind was just racing. I think I was getting bored. <laughs> I think I needed something else to do. and. Um, and so I started coming up with these new ideas. I, I, I wasn't exactly sure what it was at first. Um, you know, it, it's not necessarily a fiddle tune. Um, man, it wasn't bluegrass or newgrass music I was playing with my then cohort, Strength and Numbers. Um, and it took me a while to realize that, you know, I need to really set some, some significant time aside and really dedicate myself to my new musical ideas. And it just so happened that it was this kind of new Americana uh, violin playing that obviously has informed my, my history of fiddling and folk music from America, but with all kinds of um, new technical ideas, um, new ways to play the instrument with, with musical language that had really not been explored in the classical arena before. There's been classical composers who've used American materials like Ives and Copeland, and we know, we know all of that. But as far as from an instrumental perspective of playing the instrument, that had really not been explored fully, and uh, I was happy to do it. So let's talk a little bit about the program on the 19th. So you, what else are you going to, to do? And both of you will be performing, is that right? Yeah, you, you want to tell uh, Rachel about the, the strings and threads piece we're gonna do? Uh, yeah, so one of, uh, we actually are going to play a, a duo, a violin duo with the orchestra um, as our accompaniment, basically. And this piece has 13 movements, and it's basically the history of the violin, um, starting with, or violin and fiddle, um, because it starts with more of an Irish theme, and it journeys through uh, ragtime, some spirituals, and it ends up with bebop at the end. So it's just <laughs> quite a, a musical journey, and there's there's not really a dull moment, and it's just the two fiddles and the in the orchestra. It's a nice conversation that Maggie and I have with this music. I had originally. Um, uh, composed it just for solo violin and orchestra. And then when I met Maggie several years ago, um, I, I was curious to see if I could turn at least one of or two of my already existing pieces into a duet. And we successfully did that with FC's jig. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the other piece that 
that really lends itself nicely to uh, a conversation between two players. You want, want to hear a couple of movements from the... I was just going to ask, can you play some of it? So we'll, we'll play the very last bit of it. Um, the last two movements. The last two. And so this was uh, basically swing and bebop that closes the, the uh, strings and thread suite. This is probably one of my most performed pieces, too, around the country. A lot of people have played this. Um, and so between this and the fiddle concerto, it's probably my two, two of my most popular pieces over the years. All right. You started off. was fun. That was a couple of excerpts from Strings and Thread Suite uh, for, well, it'll be duo by uh, fiddles and orchestra yes. in the concert. Yep. We didn't have the orchestra here. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? But, <laughs> but I'm talking with uh, Mark and Maggie O'Connor. I'm Rachel Stewart. You're listening to WDAV. And um, I just wanted to ask uh, you, Mark, you mentioned about how many years you've actually been performing. And, I mean, this all started for you when you were about 13 years old. Is that right? Yeah. And even, you came up younger. through the folk tradition, but classical music made an entrance in here somewhere? Well, I started with classical. I um, I won some classical competitions at uh, University of Washington when I was 10. Then I made my first um, recording when uh, I was 12 for Rounder Records. 
And uh, it was really amazing to f go full journey, bringing the O'Connor Band back to around her last year for this release that won a Grammy. So a kind of uh, just a kind of a bookend of my 40 years right there um, uh, with recording. But through, um, you know, along the way, I've released uh, 47 feature albums. And uh, matter of fact, the new one that's coming out will be O'Connor Band Live. And I'm so excited about this recording. That will be my 47th feature and this band's second album. And they're just playing like crazy on it. Just this really, really uh, exciting album to release. And just to remind people, that's, that is the two of you and your son and uh, is it Kate? Kate Lee. Kate Lee. Uh, my daughter-in-law. And then two uh, fantastic musicians to round out the six-piece, Joe Smart on guitar and Jeff Saunders on bass and banjo. Do you guys have another piece you want to play? Yeah, let's play one um, that we played with the O'Connor Band, the, the Jerusalem Ridge. Yeah. Um, this is a bluegrass, a classic bluegrass tune. And this is one that Maggie and I basically brought to the band because we really enjoyed playing this on the fiddles. And it works, works out great um, as a duo as well. And this is uh, on our duo album. So too. give me the title again. So this is called Jerusalem Ridge, okay. uh, composed by Bill Monroe and Kenny Baker.
Jerusalem Ridge, performed by Maggie and Mark O'Connor here in the John Clark studio at WDAV. That was a lot of fun. Bluegrass traditional, you said, or old-time yeah. traditional? Well, it's, it, it's uh, from the 60s. Um, Bill Monroe, Kenny Baker, one of the, you know, two of the greatest uh, practitioners of uh, bluegrass music ever, collaborated on that. And it's uh, one of the great classic fiddle tunes of, of bluegrass music. Um, the 60s seems kind of recent to, to be traditional, right? But, you know, bluegrass actually only goes back to 45, you know, and, uh, and a lot of it emanates right here from North Carolina. I want to ask you guys about your classical background right quick. I mean, I know that you actually trained um, in Baltimore, right? Uh, right, at Peabody. At Peabody. Conservatory, yeah. yeah. Um, sort of hardcore classical, right? Yeah, when I was there, I, I got a bachelor, uh, bachelor of Music degree in violin performance, and then I went to do my master's in violin performance. Um, and I played Bach Chaconne and Isai Balad and... Mendelssohn concerto and all I love playing classical music and I feel like I don't have to compromise um I have the perfect uh life I love Mark's compositions where they it really bridges the gap between classical music and these wonderful American styles that I also grew up playing um from the beginning as well so I, I get to do a little bit of everything and and still keep up all that technique that I learned in college Right. Well, I mean, it's pretty complicated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the music that you guys play together and what you've written. And I'm just curious what um, you did say that you started out, I guess, studying classically as a kid and then you moved into folk. And what what pulled you back into classical made you collaborate with people like Yo-Yo Ma? And it's kind of like full that. circle, you know, Um, um I mean, for the first 10 years of my life, I, I listened to nothing but classical music on the stereo. My mother loved it. It it goes back to really to the fiddle concerto where I was I was coming up with ideas. You know, I've always told music students um, of ours, we, we have a lot of teaching materials, the O'Connor Method, and a lot of people ask me, how do you teach creativity? And uh, part of it is just letting the student or you know, in my case, a professional musician at that time, follow your own journey, follow your heart. Get get in a place where somebody's not always telling you no all the time. That that that's not right. You can't do that. All those negative things that we all heard in our childhood from somebody, and you know, we had to work around that stuff. Um, to be creative, you have to be able to follow your own heart, and I think that's what was happening. I was I I brought my childhood of loving classical music back into what I was doing on the fiddle and fusing those two ideas together to create a journey that even some of my contemporaries at the time were going, well, Mark, this, this might last a year or two, and then you'll be back playing <laughs> country music sessions <laughs> quickly because, you know, you can't turn down that kind of work, right? I go, well, we'll, we'll see, you know? And then, you know, 250 performances later of the fiddle concerto, and coming up here again with the Charlotte Symphony, I'm going, wow, I think I hit on something that was really special. And Yo-Yo Ma heard that. I mean, he checked out my music and he heard something that was um, informed by tradition because he loves musical tradition, um, clearly from, from the, uh, the, the, the angle of Bach. 
But um, he loved where I was coming from compositionally because it was informed also by a centuries-old traditional music. And that's where we connected. And he, boy, he played this music beautifully. I mean, you know, you couldn't ask for a better collaborator uh, in Appalachia Waltz, for instance. That's beautiful. Yeah, that it is beautiful, and it it's always been an interesting collaboration to me. Um, actually, all the people that you work with and that he works with, I love the fact that it's not just classical. It's not just you know folk tradition. It's it's just what it is. Good music. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think we have time for maybe one more. If you guys want to play again, if you, you have do, something. Uh, St. Louis Blues? Yeah. This is uh, one of the classics, St. Louis Blues, by W.C. Handy. Himself, he himself was a trumpeter and a wonderful jazz uh, composer, of course. And um, also in the tradition of um, multiculturalism with uh, American music, this is obviously African-American music, um, is the fact that singing and songs are such a big part of instrumental playing and practices. So Maggie and I are gonna actually play and sing a verse somewhere during this piece. We're gonna try our best. Uh, to, <laughs> <laughs> but we encourage students to, to also to play and sing more, especially in these instruments, because you wanna play like you sing it, you know? And you have to internalize that feeling, so why not just you know sing more and play together? And so we're going to do that with St. Louis Blues.
If I'm feeling tomorrow like I feel today. That was great. I'm going to clap. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was, who knew you could sing like that? <laughs> I hadn't heard that on WDAV before. So. Well, and singing debut for me, I mean, you know. And then the, the, the O'Connor band has got me singing more. We got I, you singing a lot. We got uh, acapella even, six-piece acapella in the group. So This I, new album we have coming out, it's a live CD, and he's got some sweet bass parts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, get Sounds ready. Good. Daddy's grabbing the bass parts, just like the old Johnny Cash shows that I used to watch when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. no, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you both uh, for coming in and sharing your, your music with us today. It's Maggie and Mark O'Connor. Uh, they have a concert coming up on the 19th with the Charlotte Symphony. We'll have details about that. Uh, at our website, I'm sure. But uh, you've been listening to a presentation from the John Clark Performance Studio here at WDAV. It was mixed in the Samuel R. Spencer Recording Studio and made possible by a gift to the WDAV Future Campaign from Catherine Belk in memory of her husband, Tom Belk.